right, and we are back. Back from where, Casey? The Sarlacc pit? Oh, quite possibly. <laughs> um, so this is Casey. And this is Chris. And this is an episode of Pursuit of Plastic. Um, you're going to see this under the moniker of Towelite Talk, and that's because we decided to combine them. Um, neither one of them has been very consistent lately, uh, and we're, we're going to go and, and get back to that. Uh, a little bit more consistency and with the uh, recent Force Friday and as you saw this episode is called Farce Friday Uh, that's what we'll be discussing today but with all the different podcasts going around we just kind of wanted to put uh, these two Pursuit of Plastic and Towelite Talk all under the Don't Forget a Towel Network Um, so this is where you're going to find it so you'll you'll see uh, you know Pursuit of Plastic title on this as we're recording it i have not come up with the full title yet so uh you guys will know it that's what you downloaded today so uh so chris we had a lot to talk about today um we sure do as of so we're recording this on sunday uh september 13th force friday was over a little over a week ago nine Um, days we're still we're still reeling. Reeling. We, it's, we are. It's, it's it's a very appropriate term. Yeah, but um, before we get into exactly like what happened, what we got, all that stuff, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go start at the beginning. Um, we're gonna go to pre Force Friday. Um, so let's let's get into it because you and I. Um, we're very, very excited about Force Friday. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm you know we're already delving into the journey to to you know to the Force Awakens, uh, this whole initiative that's being put on through books and video games and whatnot, uh, telling the story of what you know of what we've been waiting for the 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 events of uh, post Return of the Jedi. Uh, and through that, we've we've seen books and a comic um, and a video game that we're both, you know, obsessed about. So, are we talking about the new Star Wars uh, Uprising game? Yes, Uprising. Amazing. So Uprising came out on, um, I want to say, for us, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of this this past week, or maybe even Thursday. Not that long ago, maybe like four days ago, and um, it's another. We'll, we'll go more into. Believe me, this will be. We will never stop doing Star Wars podcasts. So if you don't like Star Wars podcasts, I'm sorry, but Chris and I. Uh, that's that's how we formed our friendship. If you listen to our our uh, episode that's about um, Star Wars toys, uh, you know that we're wildly obsessed um, with the Holy Trilogy, but. Um, Anyways, so regarding uh, that, like the new Star Wars Uprising game and all the other stuff like Chris mentioned, books and comics, and uh, we're going to be getting Battlefront very soon. Um, there's a lot of things. Yeah, pre- the, yeah. Pre- pre-ordered my PS4. Exactly. So, um, but anyways, re- regardless of that, so we were really excited about uh, what was going to happen on Force Friday. We actually even got this countdown calendar, right? Yeah. Uh, Hasbro sent it over. 
our good buddy uh, Brandon. It was a is a cool idea. Um, so every what it had it was a it was one of those flip calendars, and every day you would flip through it, and there would be a different picture of a Star Wars toy, and and either like you know what happened on this date, or there was just something random. Um, so it was a neat idea to get um, the websites into it and and participating with the social media. Yeah, I think we did quite a bit of updates on the our Instagram, our DFAT Tal Instagram, like hyping the pictures. I mean, because it was a lot of um, and like I guess one of the things that I really want to talk about in the, in the leading up is the word nostalgia. Like everything was very nostalgic, all the feelings, and even with the first trailer and especially the second trailer, like everything is is very like this is star wars star wars is back um the phantom menace and the prequels they happened and i i can't say that i wasn't extremely excited you and i were super excited um leading up to the phantom menace and uh, you know i i gotta say this but this time around it's it's it seems a little bit different because the letdown that happened from you know the phantom menace and and what followed uh, this, I think this time around, maybe we have a little more reservation to it, but at the same time, it's still Star Wars. You know, I've already written in the book at work, you know, I'm off this day. Well, it's your don't, birthday. Don't, don't call. Oh yeah. I got to You know, let's at least admit that it does come out of my birthday as well. So 2015 is my year. My 35th birthday is, <laughs> is, is well rewarded. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, everything's, like really, I remember in high school, uh, leading up to Phantom Menace, we we had a calendar in our classes. I think in our English class, where Chris and I would like mark down all the days leading up to uh, the Phantom Menace. So I actually kind of felt like the the Force Friday calendar was like a little bit of a throwback to that time where we were marking down on a calendar every day, like our our Star Wars anticipation and uh, how fucking excited we were to, to get maybe, those toys. Maybe we left it in the cafeteria and Brandon saw it. You know, who knows what happened? Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, Hasbro and Brandon especially made it just for us, just for our childhood memories. I would like to believe that. Um, another huge piece of nostalgia came from uh, Target released a commercial and it was, I don't know if it was on TV. I, you know, with DVR, you don't watch commercials anymore. Hulu makes you watch commercials, but um, they put it out online at least. And it was just like kids growing up with Star Wars and watching the movies. And I swear to God, I'm watching this commercial at work and I started to tear up and I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be bad. When I see this movie, it's going to be so bad. I, and that's exactly what we're all hoping for and excited for. So why, why, why even have any doubts? Did you tear up? Of course it was, it was, it was the, it was the one that started where he was opening as a kid, right? Yeah. 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 That's, I mean that it touches all of our hearts, and then just wants us to just throw money at at you know at the product. So it's um I've I've had this debate with myself and other people as to what I was more excited about. Um, was I more excited about the Phantom Menace fifteen years ago, 
um, or am I more excited for the Force Awakens? And it's that's, that's it's an a, excellent question. It's hard because it's like at that time we had never seen a Star Wars movie. Like we had, you know, we finally watched the special editions in '97, but we had never seen a Star Wars movie on our own in the theater. So right. the Phantom Menace was the first one, and I know watching. I can't, I can't remember what exactly what movie it was. I think it was like the matrix or something, but it was seeing that first trailer for the Phantom Menace and seeing like Darth Maul and seeing a lightsaber again and all that stuff. Like my anticipation for the first, you know, for Phantom Menace was extremely high. Um, and my excitement for force awakens is extremely high too. And that's a lot of it because I know like JJ wants to do practical J.J. Abrams is involved. You know what I mean? Uh, Lawrence Kasdan is writing it. Like, what's your anticipation level, do you think, compared to The Phantom Menace? I I have a much more comfortable one, I think, this time around, um, because because we know about the letdown. And the letdown was, you know, it was a big part of our lives. So, um, and it's something that actually I, you know, is really affected my my fandom for a while. Um, but really knowing that this movie was coming out has, has really just rekindled that. And, um, I am, I'm comfortably excited for this movie because of the same thing you said, JJ, not only is doing practical effects, but he has a love of this world. And we know that star Wars always does better in the hands of somebody other than George Lucas directing it, you know? <laughs> and that's, it's the, it's the truth, you know, except for episode four, which is still, <laughs> debatable um you know you got you got um, empire and jedi are both not you know we're not directed by lucas and then he takes over on the entire prequel trilogy and you know that's it's hard to choke through and and i'll be writing my uh my 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 piece about does the clone wars you know does it make do the clone wars make uh the prequel trilogy better um no i think it makes them worse it makes it worse so <laughs> yeah because they're good and they make you like i just watched an episode recently and i don't want to spend too much time on it we'll do a clone wars episode at some point after i finish it you rewatch it again but i watched this episode recently where um anakin like he was with this guy uh with the dark side of the force and he starts seeing all these visions of like killing the younglings choking padme um, you're hearing like the Imperial March, you're seeing, oh, you're seeing uh, the Emperor zap him with electricity. Like you see, you see all these things from the future. And I was like, if they would have fucking done that in the movie, do you know, yes. in, like in episode two, like, do you know how crazy that would have been? And they, like, you don't see that. They, they even do something like that in the, um, in the original Clone Wars cartoon, the, the, oh yeah. The, remember. Gendi, remember when he goes to that tribe, and then he has that vision, and it's really cool because it's like the wall painting. And it does all that stuff. Yep. Even that gives me chills. Nothing about the prequels gives me chills. And we're moving on because we'll do a <laughs> Clone Wars episode and a prequel episode eventually. So, so I, who gets sidetracked here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So one last piece of nostalgia outside of that Target commercial, which if you have not watched that Target commercial, um, please do it. I mean, it is it is wonderful. Um, but the other thing that that really uh, got us pumped was they did an unboxing. 
they did an unboxing around the world with um, all the different products, Lego, Hasbro, Nerf, uh, Disney exclusives. I, I can't remember. I think BB-8, the Sphero was there, but like they for fucking four hours, they did this, this unboxing, a live stream. Right, and this this is this is another great example of how they're how they're really treating the fan base and how they're opening up it up to everybody because it's it's the same thing that happened at Celebration. You know, we didn't get to see that footage that trailer right away, but moments after we did, but we got to watch almost everything else that happened at Celebration as if we were there. And that's just that's such a good um, you know, it's just a, such a good service to the fans. Um, and it's really a way to build the next generation of fans as well, because it's accessible to everybody. And this is what builds the hype. Yeah. And it's accessible. Um, so it's accessible without really giving you much. The biggest reveals that we got about this movie, I think was force Friday because we learned about a Guavian enforcer. Yeah. But you know what? I'm um, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. No, 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 no. I was thinking of the other guy, the constable, the the constable, uh, Sarko Ploon or whatever. Who's the guy you found today? Yeah, that guy. Sarko uh, Sarko Plaque, I think, is what his name is. Um, whoever he is, he looks like a merchant. You know what I mean? And like jobbers. Uh, yeah, jobbers most likely. But um, you know, we got to see that. Like, uh, we'll go more into the different things that came out, but like the costumes that came out for children had um, like little descriptions of what the characters were about. Uh, the, the stickers, the coloring books had descriptions mm-hmm. about those. Yeah. I, I, I understand, but at the same time, I've noticed that the, there's really not big spoilers. You know how like, with the soundtrack to Phantom Menace, you knew Qui-Gon was going to die. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, but, you know, but that's that kind of bullshit. It's like, it's like, how do you, like, I have not come across something like that. Even, like, the, the Chewbacca six-inch figure is like, oh, he's a co-pilot. Da, 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 da. And that's that, it. Well, you that's know? fine. But then we heard Captain Phasma's voice. We heard Kylo Ren's voice. And they're like, uh, Kylo Ren specifically was like, um, "I will never give in to to the light," <laughs> and and then Finn has a voice, and one of his says like, uh, "I'm in command here." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, those are things that a could never even be in the movie, and b we have zero context. But it was it was curious the things that they did leak out. That's what I'm saying. Right, but. You know we're gonna we're gonna hear voices in the next trailer. If you choose to watch the next trailer, you're there's gonna be a lot of dialogue. There's gonna be a lot more than, than we've seen so far. Yeah, I mean we we might see Luke <laughs> in the next one. We might see a Luke toy. <laughs> I I have my theories that we will not see a Luke toy until Christmas. either. Well, yeah, I think we won't see it until after the movie. I think that there'll be the final wave of figures. I mean, maybe they'll do some stuff in in January too, but the final big wave of figures will be like either right before the movie or 
that next like Friday after the movie so that, you know what I mean? It's like your I last say, minute Christmas presents. Yeah. It. I'm saying, I'm going to say in a week before the movie. That's my call. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right because at that point they will be trying to do that Christmas push. Um, yep. But since we, you know, unless they're going to show Luke in the next trailer and we haven't seen him other than that leaked photo, I think that would be kind of, I mean, we know he's in it. I guess it's just kind of more of a spoiler if you go and put out his toy when he's not even in a trailer. I think that would be kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. Um, All right. So tons of nostalgia all leading up to it. Um, So let's get to it. Let's get to Force Friday. Like, where were we? Uh, Who was there? Like, was it crazy? You know, let's, let's get into that. You were at Target, right? Oh man, I yeah. I mean, you talk like you talk about that great ad that Target put out, and like them being all nostalgic and stuff. And then, and then on the other opposite spectrum of this whole thing, like the way that this whole event was treated. I mean, I went. Uh, you know, I would. I almost. I was like, no, I'm not gonna go to Force Friday. I'm not gonna do it. And really, I should have listened to my fucking my first initial feeling about it. Um, but I went and when, and my wife came with me and she's a trooper about it. And we went to target. It was one of the targets that, uh, that's really close to where I work, uh, was holding one of the events. I guess there's only like 200 something in the nation. I, I don't, something yeah, like there that. Wasn't right. A lot of, there wasn't a lot of targets that were participating. Okay. So keep that in mind as I continue the story and I'm second in line to a guy who drove down from uh, Connecticut. And so, you know, we, we hung out for like an hour and a half, got there an hour. And there was nobody there until like starting like 11.15. And by the time we went in, it was like 30 people. Um, but as, you know, as has been reported over and over again from all these different stores, the, there, was no, there was no stock. I mean, I was second in line. I didn't walk out. With more than I had a Chewbacca Black Series figure, no three-inch figure, you know, four-inch figures. Um, I got the, you know, I got the vehicles I wanted, the smaller ones. But other than that, it was, it was highly disappointing. I mean, it was like no shirts, no, no nothing. It was just like a ton of ton of stuff that you know when they're they're outside, they're getting you hyped up. They tell you that oh, there's play for everybody. I mean when you have enough action figures for like the first person and that's it, how does that make any sense? Like that's the main thing that people collect when it comes to star Wars. So when we talk about this idea of farce Friday, I mean, many times have I wanted to just like call target, but it's like, why, why even bother? It's not going to matter. The, the stores, it's like, who knows? And I'm, we'll talk about this in a little bit. Who's the blame for this, uh, basically negligence on, on, on ordering. So, you know, I waited there for an hour and a half when I, you know, you read online that people went on Amazon and they were just, you know, they were able to just get their stuff and sit at their house. And that was it. No worries. Well, as far as that goes, I mean, like that's kind of how it is. Like I don't go out on, on black Fridays. You know what I mean? I don't but even, this, but that's, listen, that's different. I'm not, I don't even want to compare this to Black Friday because it's like you're building hype for an event that you're supposed to be selling to the fans 
So you know the hardcore fans are going to the store. So you just screw them on purpose. You know, that's that's how it kind of feels. Because it's, I, you know, I'm, I'll never do that again. Well, let me... um. Let me go into my story first. <laughs> Let me talk about before we rant too hard about it. Uh, so I went to Toys R Us and I got there, I think around 10, maybe quarter after 10. Uh, me and my cousin, who I do uh, the Gourmet Scum radio podcast with, and um, we were in line. At first, there was about seven people ahead of us. Uh, there was a dad. He had two kids. They were probably about seven and nine, uh, boy and girl. And they were, like, pumped. Like, uh, the dad had named his his son Django. And, like, his daughter had, like, some other weird video game name. So I was like, oh, I feel bad for your kid. Like, he's going to get decapitated later on in life. But, um, yeah, like, they they were super excited. And they were, like, looking in the window as, like, uh, the Toys R Us people are, are putting up the displays and everything like that, which is cool. Um, then a person, a representative from Lego came and they took pictures of everybody and they interviewed, like, what are you most excited about? And we're going to give you a Lego exclusive when you get in. And uh, so at the end of it, there was probably about 75 people in line. And, um, you know, we were very excited that we got in the front and, uh, they open up the doors and you go in and you got your little Lego piece, which by the way was about a, it was just a piece of like a house with a stormtrooper Lego on it. It's just like you literally wouldn't be using this Lego piece for anything but building a house. That's it. And, um, and then you got a poster, you got a Kylo Run poster, which I will admit is fucking awesome. It's a piece of a house. They couldn't even give you a minifigure. No. They didn't give him a minifigure, which I thought was like, I was pumped because I was like, oh, I'll get a minifigure. I'll give it to you because Chris collects minifigures. I don't. Um, but no, it was just, it was like a like, piece of a house. And uh, that's insane. The the Kylo Ren um, artist rendering poster was very cool. And then they also gave you like a poster, like a Hasbro poster that had all the Hasbro stuff that was out, like Nerf and the six inches and all that. So then you get over to the section um, the toy section and I am a tall man. I'm six, three, my cousin's six, one, and we were able to just grab stuff from the top peg. He got uh Finn and well, actually I can't even go into what he, he literally got almost every single thing, but not just at Toys R Us. He had to go to target the next day, but at night at target or sorry, at Toys R Us that night, I got my six inch Kylo. I got my six inch um, Stormtrooper. And honestly, there was probably four of each figure. And that was it for six inches. And then the three and a half inch figures, I really am not even sure. Like, I think I, I got like a Captain Phasma, but then everything else started. Like, then it fully went into chum and shark mode. Like, people were just like grabbing things like rabid like we had zero time to just sit and enjoy and like look at what the figures were because there was a swarm of people and then it just kept getting worse and worse as people keep trickling in and then people were coming in at midnight like other people who weren't in our initial line so like you know we grabbed our figures and then i just kind of like hid i was just like i don't want to be around this so i just held on tight because 
I saw a lady who had a they, she had a huge cart filled with every single thing, at least doubles of everything. And a guy walks by and he starts taking out the black figures from her cart. And um, she was like, hey, like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, uh, I thought this was like, you know, uh, the worker's cart. And she was like, no, this is my fucking cart, dude. Like, hands off. Like, like scalpers, dudes. So, um, you know, we we went out. I, I had my two six-inch figures and a Phasma. He had, like, uh, he had three six-inch figures or maybe four. He might he actually might have gotten away with the f- whole first wave with the exception of Chewbacca, which you can still find everywhere. Um, but he uh, – then we left, and then we tried to go to Walmart, um, which was closed. We didn't realize that in western New York, all the Walmarts close at 11 now. Uh, which started like two weeks ago, which we didn't know. And then I went to another Toys R Us on the other side of town and it was, it was completely wiped out. So horrible. Everybody in the guy I met at Toys R Us said that they just did not give them enough stock. So, yeah. That sounds familiar. See, actually, you're lucky because I've never seen a Phasma. I've never seen a Kylo Ren. The three-inch? Never seen that in person. Oh, well, I got a few at my house if you want to take No, it. I know you do. No, no, I don't, I don't want to pay your scalper prices. But no. <laughs> uh, but no, in the store, seriously, I mean, it's, it's, a, damn, it's a goddamn war zone, my friend. And it's, it's, it's kind of it's maddening. I, I will say one thing, you know. The next day, you know, I went after work up to Walmart. I, I found my Kylo Ren. There was some fins on there. I, I opted not to get it at that point. Um, so, you know, I got a T-shirt. So, you know, I had a good I had a good Force Friday turnout. The experiences weren't great. Um, and we'll get into the supply versus demand uh, topic in a little bit. And, you know, and even, you know, I was able to order my stuff online, you know, supplement what I – what I couldn't, you know, I couldn't find in stores. So I'm trying, you know, trying not to drive myself crazy. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's more entertaining to watch it from the outside and see, and see these crazy prices that, you know, people are trying to sell these toys for, because this is the prime example of, of scalping and also the prime example of the pursuit of plastic, because, you know, just tracking things down, like I'm going, I'm going tomorrow because these new two packs of are hitting the United States and, I'm excited to get my hands on them, you know, and, you know, they, but they're going to go fast because they have some popular characters in them and they, and those ones are always the hardest to find. So, but we'll see. I mean, we don't know what the the supply is going to be in the next couple of months, you know, as we get closer to Christmas, of course, like I said, you know, this might've all been a test, you know, to see what the reaction was and see what the market was like. And I'll tell you, man, I mean, when people are trying to sell these, like when they're trying to sell that four inch Kylo Ren for 120 something dollars, that blew my mind. I mean, that's, that's absurd. Yeah. We'll go and we'll go into depth a little bit more on that. Absurd. I did want to talk about before we go into just like kind of some of that ridiculousness. Um, what do we think about the overall, the overall figures, like the quality on the figures, um, you know, the, the Force Friday experience, I, I guess we kind of touched on that a little bit already, just how it was kind of like 
lackluster, but let's talk about um, now that you actually have some of them, like, what do you think of what you got? I'm, I'm impressed with some things, some things I'm not so impressed with. Um, I think the quality, the quality of the Kylo Ren black series figure is probably my favorite Um, just for a figure at that price point. um, It's really cool. And then, you know, when I take a look at my Finn one that I got to open, like the paint job on his eyes are funny. So it kind of ruins the whole figure, but at the same time, it's, they're both, you know, they're good six, six inch figures what you expect. Um, So the four inch figures are hit or miss. I think Um, the troopers look great as usual because it's not, you know, it's really easy to do, and it's fun to army build with those. Um, some of the human figures are kind of fugly. Um, I really like the Daisy figure that came with her speeder, and I'll talk about the vehicles in a little bit. But um, the four-inch figures are interesting because they're very vintage-like um, with with just, you know, the shoulder moving, the it's leg five movement. Points five points, man. And that's and – that's, and really, that's smart. And the price point they're selling at is, you know, it's the same. It's right where it should be at this point, you know, to make money and to get those products out to kids. You know, they're kids' toys. Um, but, you know, they're decent. They're decent. They're a decent product, especially the vehicles. The vehicles are very well-made. Uh, they're durable. They're, well, they're well-painted, um, sculpted, and, you know, they have – all have projectile firing mechanisms. So it's, it's cool. That's a, that's a great thing for kids. That's something that I always like really dug when I was a kid was, you know, Oh, I'm going to fire a missile at all my toys. You know, it's, it's fun. And these toys are good for, you know, collectors and, and kids alike. And the price point, the price point is right. It's, 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 it's right on. Yeah. I will say that, um, the, the Kylo Ren figure was one of the best black series figures to come out as well as the stormtrooper the stormtrooper is one of the best black series figures period it is up there with the boba fett as far as articulation the fact that you can like it's a heavy figure and i think that's part of the problem with a lot of the other figures like the emperor is not heavy and therefore he falls all the fucking time on my display case and same thing with obi-wan just useless with the weight but um yeah you need like stands yeah i'm gonna have to invest in some stands for as my black series um six inch figures grow but the kylo ren you know with the cloak um i I, i'm not a huge fan of the half cloth half plastic i wish it would have just been either a hundred percent plastic or a hundred percent cloth one or the other. But, um, as far as like the movement, him standing, the articulation spot on. And I like the way the lightsaber looks. I like that. They gave it that fire at the bottom, um, that the ignition, I guess, look. And then the, the stormtrooper. you know, I was playing with some of my other ones today and I was like the body movement in the torso is unbeatable so you can really like make them look like they're blasting you know it's it's just it's a well both those figures are very well made i didn't get any of the humans because i think they all look like shit and i also didn't want to get chewy because he's the exact same figure with a slightly different paint um and i read a review on the uh on the foosh 
um, about it. And they were saying that, you know, it is a better figure, but it's also the same body build. So I was like, do I really need it? You know what I mean? I, I don't care. Well, that's, that was kind of the trick of it. They, they, they threw it in the new black series packaging and we we're all kind of like so excited about the force awakens that we didn't realize that this wasn't really the force awakens black series packaging. This was just, Hey, here's new black series packaging. And here's a, a Chewbacca reissue because he's in the new movie. Go fuck yourselves. Should give him some silver in his mane or something. Yeah. I think that was uh... just, just for Wookiees. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, but the th- the thing that we both got, though we will not be getting them until December, is that um, I also went and bought the new Bandai figures of Kylo Ren and um, Stormtrooper, or uh, I guess First Order Trooper. I'll be uh, uh, I'll be interested to see what your take on the comparison of the Stormtroopers are. Yeah, I plan on like putting them side by side and and doing a you know a little video comparison maybe for Don't Forget a Towel or something. But because just the articulation, I think is like something disgusting. I think they get like fifty six points of articulation, yeah. and I think that they get twenty four on a Black Series figure. Yeah. Um, so you know that that's coming. Um, I am very excited and I'm pretty sure I will do a, a video review is um, I'm getting the Sphero uh, BB-8 that should be here this week. Um, there was a two week wait for that. And uh, yeah, they're on Amazon now. They are. I did see that they're on, they're, they're on Amazon, um, but they're not on Amazon prime. Mine are. Are they? Well, wow. I, yeah. You sure? It was. It was. I mean, I'm on Amazon every day now, looking for those uh, toys. So it was the other day. It might be gone already. Yeah, I, I, I think I saw it on Amazon, but I didn't notice the the two day Prime shipping. But um, cool thing about that is, like, uh, I've I've looked up numerous reviews on it. Everyone said it's the Star Wars toy to get, and oh, yeah. that the developers even said that they're going to make more stuff for the app but they can't reveal it until closer to the movie. So I don't know what exactly that means. Like, why would you be hiding things for the app? Like, is it going to be giving away plot points? Is it going to be doing things related to the plot? Come on. I mean, look at this. You got to understand that I'm sure that BB-8 has something. That, I mean, he's in the X-Wing. He's in Poe's X-Wing. There's a reason why the Empire is going after them on, on Jakku, you know? So it's like... Who knows? You know, it's it's using that old formula of the droids, like nostalgia, my friend. Nostalgia. Yeah, I'm a, I'm ex, I'm excited. Um, just as a side story thing, I I heard today because uh, we we mentioned the books actually, so it's not too side of a story, but in aftermath, which I haven't started reading, I guess Jakku, there was a rumor going around that Jakku was Tatooine. And I guess in Aftermath, they mentioned that Jakku and Tatooine exist as separate planets, um, which I thought was cool because they also said that Starkiller base, though, um, where Kylo Ren is uh, from, could be Hoth converted after the Empire takes it over in, in Empire Strikes Back. 
Interesting. Which I think would be awesome. I also love the fact that they used Starkiller as a name because that's EU from those uh, Force Unleashed games. Which no. is fucking no, it's the original. It was the original no. name that. The original name is Skywalker. I know. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> EU. This is all you gotta give give the uh, give the love where it is, man. That's that's the original fucking name. I'm gonna say that it's also related to <laughs> Force Unleashed. Well, that can be your should always be your second thing. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Legends, so... come on, buddy. <laughs> hey, I read those books. I read the Star Wars, the the comic series there, the George Lucas original script there. Hell yeah, those are good. So. After so, even though we did, we got some stuff. Uh, the I guess I would say the Midnight Force Friday was lackluster overall. I would give Force Friday a seven out of ten. B minus. What about out of ten? Eighty-one. Okay. Yeah. Out of hundred. I think that sounds fine. Yeah, because it's like. You know, it's we we have a, our podcast is called the Pursuit of Plastic. There is a thrill that comes with hunting for toys, absolutely. So I do like that quite a bit. Um, I just think that at the time of the midnight release, there shouldn't have been such a that should have been the thrill, and then the hunt was actually getting those toys. <laughs> the fact that I'm still hunting a week later is where I'm like, what the fuck, you know. <laughs> Why is this still happening? Why is it like that you could find one stormtrooper and that's it, like in the world? Well, I think that 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 goes into one of our next topics: scalping. All right. Well, before we get to that, then uh, I think we should probably do a commercial break. Commercials. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions right again! Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! With imagery and imagination, you can travel into the mind of a crying clown where words are a picture into the soul and where feelings are conveyed not through words but through stories. Explore the three topics everyone finds hard to understand. Life, love, and death. When It Rains by Robert Gutzmer. Get it on Amazon and BarnesandNobles.com.
podcast creators of the Pursuit of Plastic, Gourmet Scum Radio, and those geeks you know. In association with Don'tForgetATowel.com comes Tablet Talk, the podcasting network for all things geekly, from comics to movies to television and more. Tablet Talk is the podcast for your intergalactic geek. Don't forget to travel safe and travel with a towel. All this top 40 music is so boring. Jeez, I sure wish I had something geeky to listen to. Well, I've got just the thing for you, stranger. Who are you and how did you get in my house? Don't even worry about that. If you're looking for the latest, greatest, and geekiest podcast around, you should check out Those Geeks You Know. Those Geeks You Know? Wow! Three friends talking about comic books, movies, TV shows, all the things that I geek out about. But seriously, you gotta leave now. Be sure to check out Those Geeks You Know on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also like us on Facebook and Twitter and tell everybody that you know. You, you gotta leave. I called the cops. All right, and we're back. So before we get into scalping, I know Chris is very excited to talk about this topic. There was a couple other things I wanted to mention. Um, we we kind of hinted at it a little bit before at the beginning of the episode, and we were asking, like, so who's the blame for what's been going on, like, as far as the supplies go? Um, is it Disney? Is it Hasbro? Which is one of many uh companies that makes the figures um is it the stores uh what do you what do you have as far as ideas as that goes chris i really don't know i i'm torn i think that i think this was a purposeful act i think it was a uh a conspiracy against the star wars fans uh no but um i really do think that they they wanted to test the markets you know, Star Wars sold pretty well last year. It was it was hard to find a lot of the figures that would go on shelves at first, um, but then they, you know they did a good job at repacking and, and really getting the product out. So I really I don't have any distrust when it comes to what Hasbro and Disney have in store for us, especially as we get closer to the holidays. Whether or not stores didn't get the supplies they were promised, or you know some of these. I won't swear um, these assholes in the back. You know, they, they, they pick off the products for themselves. You know, I, I don't know what's going on, but there's no excuse when you show up to a store and especially when you're hosting an event that only is happening at 200-some stores across the nation and you don't have the product on the shelves. I mean, you know that action figures are the most popular thing. So – don't tell me that you weren't able to get enough in. You know, I know you're you're holding you're you're holding back a ton of it for the next day. Anyhow, you're going to restock once everybody leaves because how are you how do you not want to have these toys on Friday when you've advertised it? So they were they you know they were they were um, they were holding back on us a little bit. And um, overall, I think I think I blame the stores um, at least for the midnight events and then. There's a ton of there's a ton of fans out there, so they came in, they cleaned things out, and the first wave of what was available from Hasbro is gone, and now we're we're seeing it slowly leak back in. So I think I think that I I as I said, I'm going to come full circle and say I blame everybody, but at the same time, I think it was um, it was a test of the market, and we'll see a ton of this this stuff on the pegs by. By Christmas. 
So, okay. So everybody... <laughs> everybody has to share the blame. Oh, yeah. Everybody. I think that, uh, you know, you're not, you're not necessarily wrong with that. Um, I feel that with the amount of uh, anticipation that they were hyping on us, um, Disney, uh, you know, plus the, the, the stores like Target and Toys R Us, and knowing that all these places are going to have midnight events, um, knowing that they're going to do this four-hour unboxing um, around the world, and and then seeing like Instagram pictures of like Germany getting like you know a case of Black Series figures, and like that's it for like hundreds of people. Yeah, you're right. It's it's everybody because you know I can understand the lowly store clerk who doesn't know anything who says, Oh, we didn't get enough. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay, so then you go up from there. Did Toys R Us not ask Hasbro for enough? Did Hasbro not ask Disney to go, Hey, you guys are really hyping this up. Shouldn't we be making a million more? You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it is. It's a trickle down effect. And as far as like, who's to blame, but Everybody is, and then us as the consumer kind of get screwed over because it's like, if you still had, I don't know, if you were able to walk into a, a store now and you would be able to get all those figures, you know, it's the supply and demand of it. Are you going to have a bunch of uh, sad Kylo Ren's waiting, waiting around like we have a bunch of sad Chewies or a bunch of sad Obi-Wans? I, I don't know because it's we're also... The other side of it is the business side is, right, if they're sitting on that shelf for a movie that none of us has even ever seen. That's that's kind of putting a lot on the fans to go, okay, you guys got burned by three movies. So we're going to go and overrun you with a figure for a character that you don't even know. I think that's the other side of it. It's like, we kind of feel like shafted fans, but at the same time, we've never even fucking seen this movie. This movie could be horrible. I, I don't want to, I don't think it will be, but I didn't think Phantom Menace was going to be. That's the point, man. It's like, they know that Star Wars fans will buy the shit no matter what. So have it on the shelves. It doesn't matter what, what it is. If it's Star Wars, it's going to sell out. So, I mean, I mean, time would time would tell you that yes, I, I exactly. Mean, That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like you know how popular it is. You there's there's a reason why Disney bought it. So create the hype, create the supply, feed the demand, because now, like I said, they're testing it, so now they know. So I think that they're going to roll out and make up for their uh, shortcomings. I hope. So regardless of the places that we've been going to, like Walmart, uh, Target, Toys R Us, uh, where else are you seeing these figures pop up? So if somebody's listening to the podcast and uh, they're like, yeah, you're right. I I don't see these either. Like where else can I even get these figures? Where have you seen them? Um, If you want to pay a little bit more, um, you can go to Walgreens. You can get four inch figures for like nine ninety nine, ten bucks. Uh, Black series figures, you know, are in the same range as they normally are nine ninety or nineteen ninety nine to twenty one ninety nine. Um, I recommend that you go to Kohl's and you had some luck there. I mean, 
yeah, these these smaller these smaller venues that normally don't carry action figures are going to be selling your, these toys for more. You know, on the flip side, you know, we're getting them at Target for seven seven and change, Walmart seven and change. I got I got a tie tie pilot at at Kmart for six and change. You know, so I you know it's either people know they're at Kohl's, they don't want to pay those prices. I, I don't I don't know people or people just don't know they're at those that those people distribute action figures because I would never think so. I, I think it's like I think no one knows because I wouldn't be surprised and I haven't tried it out yet. It's like I almost thought about going into like Five Below today because Five Below is a place that will get toys, but they'll get like those ones that they make like Hasbro has like their I don't know, like shit department and they'll go and make toys for things. You know what I mean? And like, uh, uh, TJ Maxx, uh, yes. Marshalls. You but know those I mean? are normally like leftover toys. Those are usually leftovers, but you know, I saw, I went to Kmart today and I saw like the force awakens baby food set. And I was like, okay, what, Kmart. Like, what? Kmart. Wow. I hate Kmart with the, right. every dying passion of my body, but they also have a ton of Star Wars toys. Um, ridiculously priced, priced to like, tell, go fuck yourself. But yeah, they I'll have tell you, That's kind of weird because my Kmart, I got the I got that snow speeder for seven dollars less than retail. You Green, got lucky. I mean, yeah, that's I just where you are. Greatest Kmart in 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 the land, I guess. Yeah, because I saw the only. I went to a Kmart the other day, and I did get a Captain Phasma cheap. I went to a Kmart today, and the only thing they had was that three-foot-tall um, Kylo Ren. <laughs> that was the only figure they had. They had nothing six-inch, nothing four-inch, so whatever. I'll let you know what happens tomorrow. Yeah, I know. All right, so, yeah, it seems like um, you know they're popping up in strange places. They also seem like they're getting a lot of exclusives. There's a Kmart exclusive with uh, with Kylo Ren <laughs> at Starkiller. Ah, uh, this is the first one you bring up. Uh, That's this the was, first one. This is, this is this was my breakfast this morning. I mean, this is the worst. This is one of those stupidest things I've ever experienced in my life. Well, tell them what it is. I will. Let me let me let me preach this one to you guys. Um, so this, so the Kylo Ren six-inch Black Series figure uh, was going to come in as an exclusive to Kmart with the Star Killer base. Base, okay. So it's like him standing in the snow, and he's like spray painted a little snow on his bottom, um, his bottom pieces, whatever you know. So it wasn't available at Kmart, I guess, right away. Uh, pre-order went up today, and I went, and you know, I I, I was like. I'm still caught up in Force Friday, so I'm like, yeah, I'll get that uh, because it'd be cool just to have it in display case because the, the boxing is different. It's a little bit wider. It's He's displayed on the base in the box, so it's cool looking. But, you know, I, I put in the card. I go through the whole checkout process, and it's like we don't – we can't ship this to New York. You know, because that's a weird – foreign country yeah yeah i mean it's like in the caribbean somewhere apparently and it's it's really expensive to send things down there so um i i i got on chat i asked i i was like is there a reason why this is happening and then the guy decides that he the guy answers by 
explaining to me what a pre-order is. Uh, you know, of course, you know how I react to that. Um, and then telling me that the only way to really pre-order is by going into the store. But uh, I went on the socials later and I was, I was, I was having a conversation with a couple of people who had the same experience and they all had different excuses from the people at Kmart. So, um, I, I'm pretty sure that even if you got the order in that they would send you the wrong figure. So I have no faith in even trying to get that figure. Um, so maybe I'll swing in November 8th and try to pick it up in stores and see if it's actually there. I heard but of, um, it's, it's horrid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a ridiculous story. Uh, I heard that there is, and not anymore, but there was a bunch of Kylo Ren's, in the packaging said Captain Phasma. <laughs> so those figures, it was a Disney store figures. The elite uh, series. If you bought them, they're probably going to be worth a disgusting amount of money because they're mispackaged. Which always is nuts to me. It's, like, it's, uh, it's weird to me because I'm like, why would I want it? Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to open it up anyway. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, but whatever. Um, so yeah, there that's that was something that was interesting. And then there's the Disney Elite series, which are diecast metal uh, six inch figures. Which for I just want to see one in person. Like I just want to touch one and see if it's as good. Because everyone is saying is that that is the best six inch Black Series figures. That that I've heard that, and then I've heard the other side of the spectrum. Um, where they say that it's it's cheaper plastic where she's like her feet so it doesn't hold the weight so it says the presentation is really cool but the overall uh, delivery of the figure is not that good but from what I've seen of series 2 that General Grievous is insane That's oh there's a General Grievous coming bigger than the rest <laughs> oh well that would be pretty cool I mean um that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I like the idea of like those figures, and I think they're the same price point, aren't they? Aren't they twenty bucks or are they more? They're twenty five. Okay, which well, is that's, not, that's fine. Oh, of course it's fine. It's, I mean, people expect you to pay like one twenty for Captain Phasma. Black Four series. inch. <laughs> <laughs> please, please help me send my child to college. Buy this toy. You know, I think. I think that leads us into our next topic. <laughs> what was somebody cursing already? Oh man! I think you opened up the floodgates. So why don't we talk about um, scalpers? Floodgates to hell! Seriously, let's talk about scalpers. Um, it's do, let me pose this this question. Let me give you something to chewy on for a little bit. Um, if You've been waiting to say that, <laughs> I, I have been all day. You know that. Um, so, if if geekdom had not become so popular as it is right now, would we have this problem? I mean, I, did we yes. have this problem back with? I, I don't remember. Like, I don't. Phantom Menace was the same way because I found all my toys relatively easy. If social media didn't exist, we wouldn't have this problem. That's, that's yeah, I, social media is the devil. Social media gives us the outlet to, 
well, you could say it's the devil, but we would also not be able to get a lot of things that we've gotten because of it. I mean, we wouldn't have this podcast. Oh, I, I have no, I have no problem with the with the devil most of the time. It's just, yeah, he is like kind of with the devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> yeah, only on Tuesdays, but um, yeah, but, I mean, you're right. I mean, social media not only kind of, I think added to the craze the whole thing but it also it also gave us a way to like really we didn't really feel alone in the situation so you know i felt camaraderie with these 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 other geeks out there who who were like pissed off because they couldn't find figures or they would share this post about this scalper who's trying to sell this figure for you know a hundred times what it's worth um so you know it's nice to know kind of like there's a support system out there for our for our habit so I think it's um, – so here's what I was going to pose to you today and I, why I wanted to save it for right now is that – so I I bought a bunch of toys and I, I sold them on eBay because I went to Kohl's and I got lucky. Um, so here's my question. And I'm, this is complete devil's advocate in this questioning, not personal. When you go and you're a scalper – for for toys specifically, I'm not talking about for bills, tickets, or something like that, but for toys. Don't you think that most of the time, what the people are doing is that they're taking the money that they get from scalping one thing, and they're using it to buy another thing. So they're only keeping their collection going. So even though, yes, they might be you know, charging more money than they possibly should but they're only really using it to perpetuate their addiction to more toys i.e now i will make it personal in my example is that i am going to take the money and then put it towards these bandai figures which are double the price of a uh of a you know a black series figure i i totally understand and it was the same thing when i was selling those bowsers all right you know oh yeah yeah you were it's the same thing. I mean, yeah, it was going back into my into my business, you know, into don't forget a collectible. It was yeah, it's not like to, you're going and buying like uh, you know fucking plane tickets to Hawaii. You're going right. to buy more toys. But but who knows what some of these people are really doing? Um, I <laughs> sure they're buying. I'm sure they're buying more toys, and I'm sure I they're think buying. They are. Any and, scalper I've ever met is only. Buying of course toys. they are. Of course they are. But Here's here's the thing. There's a fine line between having the money to just go and buy every single Captain Phasma that opens up on Walmart. You go and just all of a sudden you buy like thirty of them, and then you turn them around. And now it's the first. This is the first day that I saw the Captain Phasma six inch pop up again. Hundred twenty dollars the the person wants, you know, and and the rest of them like the Poe and in, and I got my hands on the constable. The constable is already up in the fifties, and you know whoever I forget and that and that crazy like Deadpool character thing. I don't know what the, the Guavian warrior enforcer. Yeah. Guavian enforcer. Darth Deadpool. Um, Darth Pool. Darth Pool. Yes. Darth half Deadpool, half Darth Vader. Um, but you know it's 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 crazy because I, you know, the constable is the shittiest character there, but. At the same time, I was able to get my hands on him for price, but all of a sudden he was sold out, and now people have him flipped over for fifty something dollars. This, this to me is ludicrous. When I see a Kylo Ren 
four inch figure that goes for seven ninety nine on average. It, it's it, and the, somebody has it on Amazon for one hundred and twenty four dollars. I mean, like that's ridiculous. What are you? Are you a fucking? Are you fucking crazy? Are you that much of an asshole that you really think that somebody in their desperation and you're going to take advantage of that desperation? And that's that's kind of like this is like the morality of the whole situation that I kind of feel that even when I was selling figures at like twice the price, it, it kind of, it, it, it bothered me. And I think that's why this whole situation bothers me so much now because they know that there's this craze and they're taking advantage of the fact that people want these toys and, and there's people that don't have enough patience or, you know, the skill like we do to find them, um, that they're going to go and just spend that money, you know, and especially like people that don't have the stores near them, that they're forced uh, to pay these prices from these, these people who are in essence taking advantage of them um, on the flip side of that. And I'll, I'll let you talk about it um, is are the people that I've seen in groups who will sell them, you know, basically a price and what's it costs them to ship it just to help somebody get their hands on the figure they're looking for. So, I mean, the nice thing, and I said that social media is the devil, but at the same time, it's it, it's cool to see that aspect of of the fact that people pick up doubles to help somebody else out. You know, I think that that's a, I, I think it's a very noble, pay it forward type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, we're relatively friends in the toy community. Uh, so I think that that is very nice. And I think that being part of the, these groups on Facebook and Instagram, um, there is camaraderie, you know, Hey, I'm looking for this figure. There you go. Like I've bought a lot of toys on Instagram and they weren't fucking me over. You know what I mean? I bought build the figures, which, you know, they can go for $120 themselves. They'll charge the price of each one of the figures in a line for a build a figure. Well, that's, that's that's the really cool thing about um, Instagram. I, I've bought one thing off, but the Facebook groups. My first experience with them was was kind of rough. I I don't know if the package got stolen, whatever happened. I didn't get my first thing, so I was very wary about it. And then I started in to some of the vintage ones, and um, they actually have like point systems where you can look up people's reputations. And it's very well organized, so that um, you can ask the admins if it's somebody who's trusted or whatever. So. You know, it's it's actually been become a really cool medium of buying toys. Yeah, I think that. Um, so I, I so I bought all these toys, right? And I sold them, and I made zero money. I am going to. It's a wash. It's literally a wash. Maybe I even lost like two or three bucks. And so I'm thinking in my head, okay, I get the thrill out of the hunt. Like yeah. I totally do. There's there's that. And I think anybody who's like a shopper and my mom is a shopaholic and I, I grew up with that. Um, you, you get that hunt and you, you like that feeling. So I don't think I'm ever going to lose that. But when you say that, okay, you, I could be helping out somebody, which I didn't really know of until today um, compared to like trying to make a buck, it might be worth it more because like the time and effort that it took for me to go to all these places, <laughs> spend all this money, and then I didn't even make anything off of it when I could just help somebody out to do it. It's like, maybe I should have just did that with my time. And maybe that's a lesson 
that everyone who's listening to this podcast and me myself might want to take, unless you can get an insane deal. If someone's going to pay you $130 for a Darth Reven, who I'll be calling him until the end of the movie, um, <laughs> then just, just do it. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. It's, he's Darth Reven. <laughs> It's it's Revan and whatever. <laughs> Darth Revan's uh, headpiece never uh, looked like Vader's, so um, you're totally wrong with that one. <laughs> Revan, come on, Casey. Revan, Revan, and Revan down by the river. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I think that I more I I laugh more at this whole scalping thing than I do get angry about it because, you know I'm I'm re, I'm resourceful enough to find what I need. I'm very patient to find what I need at price. Like I don't, um, like you like you like you said it. It's one thing for somebody to go and buy things online, um, and buy them at you know close to price or you know pay somebody a little bit extra for their, for what they did to get them in your hands, um. That was my biggest frustration with trying to sell on eBay. It was just so hard to try to make money. I just stopped. And now it's now like I think the concentration now is just to sell my old toys, not try to pick up new toys. It's just it's such a it's such a game that wears on you. And if you have time to do it, all the power to you. But at the same time, you're part of the problem because you're totally depleting my pegs. I can't get my hands on the toys when I do go hunting. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's. it's it's there's a side you know there's two sides of this coin um and i just i just don't i just don't like it if people are going to take advantage and that's that's the bottom line there's no reason to try to say your desperation to get your hands on the six inch captain phasma for 120 bucks when you you and i know clear well that once that figma one comes out it's like not the figma the uh, figure arts one once that comes out it's like you can pick that up, pre-order that for forty bucks, right? And it's gonna and be, I will, and it's gonna be way better, right? And like that's the thing is that I'll pay more money for quality figures. And I, I remember talking to you pre-Force Friday was like, I'm too old to be paying money for shit figures. Like, if you want to go and spend twenty three to one hundred and twenty three dollars on a four inch figure with five points of articulation. You're out of your damn mind. And I'm sorry, but that's why I don't feel so bad selling those figures to people because you're stupid for even paying that price. When it comes to like, you know, the six inch figures, like those are, you know, pretty well made, but like the, the stuff that they do at fig arts um, and Bandai in general, it's like so far above Hasbro. And I don't, want to talk bad about Hasbro, but I'm just saying it's like when you take 24 points of articulation and you compare them to 56 points of articulation, that's it. I'm sorry. It's just better. Yeah. I'm paying double the amount, so maybe that's why, but that's it. The bottom line is that there's different levels to everything. There's, you know, you can, it's just like buying a car. You know what I mean? It's like you buy a cheap car, you buy a medium, buy an expensive car. So it's, the beautiful thing is, is like at least there's those options for collectors out there. Me, I like to collect, you know, I like to collect four inch figures. I like to six inch figures, and I like the premium formats too. All of those yeah. figures, you know, everything is just it. It has its place in my 
in my collector, you know, in my collector circle. So it's it, and I think that overall, I'm very very happy with what what Hasbro did with this release because they they went back to that vintage style for the four inch, which is you know I like. Um, they're also doing that exclusive black series four inch. So if you want a more articulated four inch figure, you can get it. Yeah. Um, so it's there, but you know, it, they're really, uh, they're giving you, they're giving so many different levels. I mean, kids, you know, with those 12 inch figures are cheap. They look decent and they're good for kids. You know, four inch figures are good. Six, six inch figures are great. And 36 inch figures, 36 or 48 inch figures. or whatever. How I think those might be yeah. even four feet tall. They're huge. Yeah. Life size. You know, you get your own. Daisy, you know, Daisy Ridley doll. That's it. I, I think they specifically did not make that doll because of that reason. Oh, I, they didn't listen to my request? Oh. Um, you know what's really funny is I was thinking about it is like nobody talks about Poe at all. Ooh. And he's supposed to be in that threesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. But that's that's a great thing too because that means we don't know a whole, whole lot about the movie. No, we don't know anything. We have tons of speculation that we'll save for further podcasts, but yeah. I know that he flies an awesome-looking X-Wing. BB-8's in it, and that's it. I don't care to know any more until December 17th. Well, we'll know more, but trailer. I, don't, I don't care to know more. Yeah, <laughs> of course. All right, so we, we talked you know about everything that's coming out next uh phase two of toys uh phasma guavian warrior general hux which we also don't know a lot about Mm-mm. um and then i think pictures. wasn't there throwback figures in, oh no 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 there's a snow trooper the snow trooper the flame trooper flame trooper black series basically basically if you see it in four inch you're gonna see it in six inch uh that's 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 how I kind of look at this this big release. It it makes sense, and it's kind of cool because the four inch figures have no articulation. Then you go up to six inch, which have the articulation. So, um, one other thing, I, yeah, one other set of toys that we forgot to mention that I, I really wanted to tell people is uh, Hot Toys Sideshow Collectibles um, has released a Kylo Ren for pre order. A I think there's three um, first order figures as well. I know that there's like a general, there's a heavy artillery guy, and then there's there's possibly the flame trooper, I think. Um, but you can get those. Uh, they have a payment plan. You can get Kylo $50 a month. You can get two troopers for $70 a month. Um, the only reason I have not pre-ordered that is my fiance was like well what if you don't like him like what if you don't like kylo ren that's kind of my thought you know i love the design so much but like if he ends up being a shit character you know and i have this 250 what if it's what if it's darth maul all over again well we're still buying darth maul figures chris are we yeah you are oh yeah i am i did No, and I, I just we just we literally just bought one on Friday. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying though, Casey. It's like, but what if it is Darth Maul over again? And Darth Maul dies in the first movie, and he's yeah, still 
super the, popular. The best part of that movie. Exactly. So have faith. Oh, I have faith. I, I listen to her, but, but she also made the point of like, okay, so what if like the Snoke Hot Toys comes out? You know what I mean? Or what if like Luke comes out? Which they will. They will do Luke. They and then will. I have to go. Well, what am I really spending my money on? Do I want Luke or do I want this this guy? Oh, I don't know. It's hard. But anyways, Hot Toys. That's another. It's another place. Um, it's another. It's place. another. Uh, <laughs> it's another rabbit hole you can jump down. Exactly. Just like I've jumped down Bandai all of a sudden. Well, Bandai is great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, any anything else? Any other like closing thoughts you have on on Force Friday? Force um, Friday. <laughs> I I just I neglected to just. Um, I'm going to go back to. The other things that are going on besides the toys. Um, overall, as I said, I give I give Force Friday a B minus. It took me a little over a week, maybe maybe a week, no, a little over a week to get my hands on everything I wanted. Um, I am in. I'm just at the beginning of Aftermath, uh, which I'm um, comparing right now to the old X-wing novels. I've read that it's very similar to a World War II novel, but I'm excited about that. Um, I'm very, very uh, into uh, uprising as you are too, and I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. And uh, just these little Easter eggs that they're promising us about what what's going to happen on this road or journey to the Force Awakens. Um, oh, just um, real quick, if they don't, if you guys who are listening don't know what uh, the uprising is, is it's a new mobile game for your phone or your tablet. Um, it takes place between uh, six and seven and it's a whole new story. It's a role-playing game, kind of like Knights of the Old. Actually, I'll tell you what it's like. And Chris hasn't played it, but it is a lot like Destiny if they made Destiny into a mobile game. Um, upgrading your guy, there's different artifacts that you have to find to upgrade your weaponry and stuff like that. So, it's a lot like Destiny, but I am having more fun with it because it's Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go on, though. I just no, that's to okay. that. no, no, that's good. Um, it's a great game. Um, and it, it reminds me of something else I've played, and I can't place my figure on it still, but it's an action, you know, it's an action RPG, so it's 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 just a heck of a lot of fun. Um, and there's Shattered, Shattered Empire, which I have not read yet. You've read. Um, and Shattered Empire is good it is you have the old people in it um it takes place immediately actually not even after it's kind of like right at the tail end of the second death star getting blown up so you see that again and then going into endor and shit is happening like there's another sect of the empire who didn't know that the death star is blown up so they have to go and and fuck it up. And it's like, right. and well, Han an- and Luke and Leia and Chewie, they're all there. <laughs> that's good. Because that's that's how it should be. That's It is. Well, that's, well Uprising, spoiler alert, um, is deals with this one planet and there's a blockade, which is blocking the uh, transmissions that are going to tell people that the Emperor and Darth Vader are dead. So the Empire is trying to uh, keep it a secret. So 
this is kind of it's kind of really neat the whole political intrigue that's going on um, how the empire is trying to stay stay uh, together and to put down this rebellion because the whole thing is like one battle does not win a war um, and really what we're looking forward to is seeing where this goes and really where the first order comes from because they're they're taking center stage and they seem to be a pretty well uh, established army once the force awakens happens well did you notice in uprising and this is a minor spoiler but it happens very early on in the game that they they said something about the empire or sorry the emperor and they're like oh i guess they're trying to keep that up like that ruse up that he's still alive yes and i was like wow it's a very smartly smartly it's a very smart written game so far mm-hmm. um, if, and if it's imperfectly it's fun because when you're uh, reading the book when you're reading the comic you're just kind of like you're delving into this whole experience and and you know i you know we we're going to mention something about star wars overload but at the same time i we can we can talk about this on another podcast but i i don't feel it i i feel that if you can, if you concentrate, maybe if you're concentrating on a bunch of different geeky things, yes. But right now, my concentration is on Star Wars. And if you put your concentration on it, you can get through. You can, you can kind of dibble and dabble in all of this stuff and enjoy it. And you know, I, I'm I'm caught up on all the novels. You know, I've had time to do that, the comics, all that stuff. And so, if you really dedicate the time, I feel that we're not really we're not really in a Star Wars overload, though technically it is. I just don't feel overloaded. I feel excited and confident that that it's back again. I think we'll save it for another cast because I have thoughts on that too. Um, but I'm glad that you're in it. <laughs> I have felt a little overwhelmed as of late, but uh, I'm still very happy to be in Star Wars. <laughs> Very much. The champion of the champion of the Star Wars trivia pursuit of at the opening of Phantom Menace does not feel overwhelmed because his life is Star Wars, and I, I just think you know, all all jokes aside, that um, that it's being treated in a really in a really mature manner. I think, and that there's something for everybody, young adults, kids, um, babies. Well, Longtime fans, babies, all that. You know, it's like Star Wars is here and they're trying to create a whole new generational love for it. And so far, sans the the disappointment of Force Friday initially, I think we're having a ton of fun and it's it's really exciting and and I can't wait for December to come. That I will also highly agree with. Okay. Well, let's uh where can you find us? Where can you you find Chris and Casey on the web? I'm, I'm not giving anybody my address. Okay. <laughs> um, too, too many snipers. Yes, yes. Um, well, listen, we have a great website. It's called don'tforgetatalo.com. Every Sunday we do what's called Star Wars Sundays. And we, uh, we and then during the rest of the week we report on other geekly things. Uh, we have you a great Facebook page, right? Yeah. Facebook page. We have, uh, you can check us out. Don't forget a towel. I'm sorry. Facebook.com. Um, for, don't forget a towel one. And we're also on Twitter at D F A T O W E L at D 
defense owl. Yeah, and on our Instagram, uh, we do a lot of news updates and uh, share geeky pictures on there as well. Um, we also have a donation page set up on Don't Forget a Towel. Um, just as a way to not just feed our toy addictions, we actually use that, our real money for that, our, our day job money for that. But uh, let's put it back into the site for hosting fees and uh, other podcast creations that we like to do. Um, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, and I hope you're listening to us on one of those. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please feel free to rate and review us. Um, help us grow, help us get better. Uh, if you have any suggestions for any episodes or just feedback, you can email us at info at don't forget a towel.com. Yeah. So we are, well, we're going to sign off. So this is, this is Casey saying, I hope that the force penetrates you and binds you, envelopes you, <laughs> massages you, <laughs> all those things. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it does every night. Um, but yeah, this is Chris. May the force be with you. Mm-hmm.